So last week we wrapped up our year-long journey through the book of Acts, Um, and if you're not familiar with what the book of Acts is, it's basically the story of the birth of the church, not just the birth of the church, but the expansion of the church, how God took a group of very ordinary men and women, not much different than us here this morning, and he used them to spread the gospel to most of the known world. And what's remarkable about this, and it was only an act of God, because they had no you know, television, transportation was by foot or by camel or by donkey, and uh, there was no social media. I mean, can you imagine, in just a few decades, like this gospel message spread throughout most of the world. And as we noted last week, this book just seems to like abruptly end. It just kind of like stops. And it's like for a narrative, you're like, what on earth is happening here? But I think that this is intentional because like we talked about last week, the story that we find in Acts is still being written today. We are a part of that story. The same Holy Spirit that we have seen working and moving through these very ordinary people is still the same spirit that we have today. And sometimes it's easy to see those in the Bible as more than they are. We can elevate Paul or Peter or James to this category of like superhero when really in the book of Acts, the hero is God. And he's still working in us and through us today. And because God is still writing the story of Acts today, we've decided to call this morning's message Acts 29. And what I want to do this morning is to share what we believe God is going to do through South Point in 2023. Look at this morning as kind of like this preview of what's coming. Each year, our staff team spends time praying and seeking what we believe that God may want to do and just asking Him. I don't know, how. just by a show of hands, how many of you guys plan your own personal life out like a year in advance? Yeah, me neither. So, so imagine trying to determine that for an entire group of like people. I mean, it's only an act of God that could even make that possible, right? And so we spend time praying and seeking, and then we spend time talking and praying and seeking some more about what God wants to do. And this plan includes things like what are we going to share and hope to learn in our Sunday gatherings together? What will we offer that will help us grow closer in our relationship with God? What will we offer to help us grow in our closer in our relationships with one another? What will we do collectively to reach and serve our community? What events will we offer so we can invite our friends and families and neighbors as a possible first step for them to connect with God and what He's doing here at South Point. And, and all, of these are, all of these things are done by looking through the lens of what we believe God's vision for South Point is. And if you're not familiar with this, this is what we believe God's vision for South Point is. That we exist so that everyone can experience God's unconditional love. And we believe that God's unconditional love is found in a person, and his name is Jesus. 
And we want to keep everything that we do centered around the person of Jesus, unapologetically. Who he is and what he has done for us. This is the message of the gospel. And we have said so many times the gospel isn't just the the starting point of our relationship with Jesus or the ABCs of Christianity. When we say yes to following Jesus, the gospel impacts and permeates every aspect of our lives. And because the gospel influences everything, the theme for 2023 is going to be this. It's going to be the gospel effect. The gospel effect. We have that slide? There we go. And if you notice on this effect, if you're like me, sometimes, I don't know about you, do you confuse the words effect and effect whenever you're talking? So, So let me clarify this when it specifically when it comes to the gospel. The word effect is usually a verb That means to change someone or something. And we believe the message of the gospel does this. We are changed, not only when we first say yes to Jesus, but from that point on for the rest of our lives. When we begin to understand all that Jesus has done for us, it affects us. It changes us forever. But it also affects us. The word effect is usually a noun meaning a change that results when something has been done or has happened. This is also true of the gospel. We believe that in Jesus' death on the cross, that he paid the price for our sin, that death was defeated, that in in his resurrection three days later, he also defeated death, giving us the hope of eternal life with him. And I can't think of a bigger change. Two of mankind's Biggest enemies, sin and death, being conquered by Jesus. And our hope and prayer in 2023 is that that we will see how the message of the gospel actually does impact our everyday lives. It changes the way we live, the way we view ourselves and others, and especially how we view our relationship with God. Our hope and prayer is that we won't just see how the gospel changes us, but that we will start to live this out and that the Holy Spirit speaks to us and helps us live in the freedom that we find in Jesus. As Tim Keller says, the gospel isn't just the ABCs, it's the A to Z of our life and our relationship with God and others. So what else are we going to do in 2023? Next year, we're going to offer something we're calling dialogue. Most of the communication, if you think about it, most of the communication that we do or that's done in the church is usually somebody standing here like me delivering a message. Or it's done through a class or it's done through even through some small group stuff can be mainly somebody just giving information. And even, I would argue, that social media really is just a series of monologues. It's not really a conversation. It's not really a dialogue. Usually, it's people just talking past one another, right? So there's very little opportunity for dialogue when it comes to talking about the gospel. In 2023, we've set aside specific Sundays. Actually, right now, we're starting with 14. Where immediately following each service, all are welcome to come 
and have a conversation about whatever we just talked about that Sunday. Bring your questions or observations, maybe something that was said that was confusing to you or wanted to know more about or a point that you have that you want to make. We want to have a conversation. We believe that we learn better in circles and we hope that Dialogue Sundays will help us all grow together. We shared last year that our desire was not just to be a church that prays, but we wanted to become a praying church. The primary reason for this, this is that prayer is how we communicate with God, both in speaking and more importantly in listening. Relationships thrive when there's good communication. And secondly, prayer, I think, is a primary demonstration of our dependence on God. We acknowledge that we can't do life without Him, nor would we ever want to. And we've seen God lead South Point that direction this past year, and our hope is that He will continue to do even more this coming year. We, we know that for some, prayer can be intimidating, or you may not even know where to start. Our desire is to quit people in how to pray so it's more accessible. Next year, we're going to offer more of our exploring prayer classes, as well as offering different prayer experiences. Next year, we're also going to continue what we started with our prayer map, our prayer wall, and we're going to start all over again, praying through the neighborhoods that surround this campus. You see, God loves to spend time with you, and you love to spend time with Him. He is life, and, and prayer is a big part of communicating and communing with Him in that life. Speaking of classes in 2023, we're going to offer a new time slot for what we're calling equipping classes. Each class is designed to help us grow in particular areas of our lives. And we know how busy life gets. We also know how important and helpful these classes can be. So we want to prioritize these. We wanted to create a convenient time um, slot for these classes. And so starting in 2023, we're going to offer a different equipping class during the 10, 10.30 a.m. service time. Classes like Exploring Prayer and How to Read the Bible, and Financial Peace University, and The Art of Parenting, and Vertical Marriage. We, we're going to have these classes scattered out through the entire calendar year. We also plan on offering The Act of Parenting and The Vertical Marriage as a standalone one-day seminar as well, in case you can't commit to several weeks in a row. We hope that you'll take advantage of this opportunity to be equipped during a time when you're already on campus. In addition to these, they're not going to be offered at the 1030 slot, but we're going to continue to offer starting point, and we are going to have a new Rudy group that's going to start up in January as well, as well as all of the home groups that we offer and hope to grow in those as well. We're going to continue to offer uh, opportunities like Celebrate Recovery and Divorce Care as a way to come alongside one another during the challenges of life. And our hope and prayer for 2023 is that we will continue to also grow in how we serve our community or our communities, both as a church and as individuals. So as a church, what we want to continue to do is we want to continue to do the churches left the building. 
where we take, if you're not familiar with that, we take one Sunday during the year when we normally would gather for service worship time and we go out and we serve the community instead as our way of worship. And next year we hope to be able to bless even more people through that. We're also adding in a couple of of days that we're calling Serve Saturdays, where we're just going to go out, find an opportunity to be able to serve the community, and just serve on those Saturdays. And our desire is through these events, not not only to help others, but also for God to begin to build a drive and desire in us to serve others. We're going to continue to seek new ways to partner with organizations like Operation Stand Down and Providence Rescue Mission and Dorcas International and help the homeless Rhode Island and mentor Rhode Island. And we would love to deepen our our engagement and our, our, uh, our relationship with Norwood School, which just sits just a couple of blocks over here. Because many of our home groups have already, uh, have already adopted a classroom there, and I would love to see that expand as a way of supporting the teachers there. We will also partner with Ocean Point Christian Church, one of our sister churches here in Rhode Island. They're located in Middletown, and they're going to and some of you will be familiar with this, they're going to do Night to Shine again in February. And we're going to come alongside them and help them in that venture. If you're not familiar with what Night to Shine is, it's a special needs prom. And that's going to come in February, and I'm really excited to get that off the ground again. Our hope is that you won't just serve when we do these larger pushes, that it'll be something you will add into your own rhythm of life as individuals and families. That is why we've put together the community serving board back there that's still in process. It'll be filled with different opportunities just in case you're not sure even where to start. On that board, we will post different serving opportunities through the organizations I mentioned earlier where you can choose when and where you serve. We also want to use our campus to invite people through different events as a way to connect Connect them with what God is doing here. And these will include some things that we've done before. This last year, um, we did this thing called the Good Friday Experience. And it's just basically this interactive way of participating and experiencing what Jesus went through uh, as he went to the cross. And we're going to actually expand that this year and offer it for two different days on Thursday and Friday as well. We're planning on doing three big summer events, uh, similar to our summer of, summer of Fun this last year. It'll have a different name, but we're going to do three big events this summer and invite all of our neighbors and our friends and our family to be a part of those. We're doing the outdoor service again with pizza, and, and this year we've decided to do something different. Even though we had a great time this last year with the Trunk or Treat, we looked around and realized in fact, many conversations I have with a lot of you guys with, with little kids, it's like, we've already been to five trunk or treats this year. <laughs> There's so many trunk or treats. So we want to do something different. And, and so this next year in 2023, we're going to do something that we did before we moved into this building called the Christmas Carnival. So think of this. Basically think of like a trunk or treat thing with a carnival, with a Christmas theme where everybody comes and you do a, a, a thing, whatever your thing is, in, in the theme of your favorite Christmas movie. So that's what the Christmas Carnival is going to be, another opportunity to reach out and connect with our community. 
One of South Point's core values, one of our core values is that we believe that church is a team sport. In other words, everybody plays. Nobody sits on the sideline. Everyone is a part of what God is doing. Everybody has a part to play in what God is doing at South Point. So there's four specific actions um, we are asking for everyone, from everyone for 2023, and these are the, this is what they are. First of all, pray. Please commit to spend the next month, the month of December, leading into 2023, to pray about the following. That God will use all of us. Let me repeat that. God will use all of us to show and share His unconditional love. That, that people will come to know Jesus. That we will grow closer to God and one another. That we will continue to keep the message of the gospel central in our lives and in this church community. Ask God to show you how He wants to use you in 2023 to show and share His unconditional love. And ask God to grow you in your prayer life. Just ask Him that. God, just help me understand what this prayer thing is all about. How you can talk and listen to Him. We can't, nor do we want to, do this without Him. The second thing is this, participate. Make gathering together on Sundays a priority. It, listen to me on this. It's not about the numbers. It really isn't. It, it really isn't. And, and I know you're just, you're, you're, you may be sitting there skeptical thinking, oh, you're, you're, the, you're the guy who's up here preaching, and so you just want more people in your seats. That, that's not it at all. I, I wish what would happen is that we would begin to shift in our perspective of what gatherings are. That, that it's not, our gathering times are not necessarily just about what you can get out of what happens in this room on a Sunday, but it's about what you can give to somebody else on a Sunday. And, and this is what I mean by that. I, I think God uses each of us as part of his community he calls the church in order for us to be able to bless one another as well. And Remember, you may have something that somebody else needs on a Sunday. Maybe that's a smile. Maybe that's an encouraging word or a handshake or a hug. Your presence matters. Maybe your prayer as you come onto the campus, whether you walk onto this campus or you drive onto this campus, is simply this. God, show me someone who I can encourage this morning. What if our eyes were focused to those that we come into this space with, rather than just like on ourselves? Do you think that, that could make a difference in us as a community? I think it could. Get, get into a group or a class, again, not necessarily centered around what your needs are, but maybe the needs of somebody else in that group or class, you have something to bring to that. And serve the community. Make it part of your routine. Be a blessing to somebody else or to an organization that does some really good things in this state. 
The third thing I'm going to ask of everybody is to invite. First and format, for, first and first and foremost, first and foremost, invite people to Jesus. And do that through your story. What God has done in your life. The difference that he's making or has made in your life. Invite people to Jesus. Invite people to come with you to the next, uh, to the different things that are happening uh, next year, to a gathering or to serve or to an event. Start praying about this now. Ask God who, who that is and to give you the courage to ask and for their willingness to accept. Like, start now. Set a goal for next year when it comes to this inviting piece. Maybe right now as you sit here, you have had somebody on your mind that you have wanted to invite. Either invite and share your relationship with them, with your relationship with Jesus with them, or just invite them to what is happening. Maybe God will give you a bold goal <laughs> that each event you come to, you're going to bring somebody with you. Like you're going to be the Andrew. You're just going to continue to bring people and introduce them to Jesus. Whatever it is, seek God and set a goal. The fourth thing is this, invest. Invest your time. Serve at an event. Help set up or tear down. Serve on a team on Sundays. Teach or lead. We need all of us working and serving together to make this vision for 2023 happen. It cannot fall on just a handful of people. Invest through generosity. I just continue to be blown away by how God has moved through the generosity of those here at South Point. I mean, if you remember back early this year, we collected like, almost like spur of the moment, we collected an offering to help the children that were impacted by UK. We gave over $20,000 away in that offering. I don't know if you remember that or not, but we gave $20,000 away. Like I shared last week, over the course of just 2022, we've given over $22,000 away to help single parents through Hand Up Ministry, which is incredible. I mean, that's, that's amazing. And, and if you guys hadn't noticed, I know I've talked to several people who haven't even noticed this, other than the fact that there's this large box sitting right outside the entrance. Like, we, we had to, when we got into this space, we realized that the, the heating system that we'd put in, because the boiler basically just kind of stopped working, um, the heating system we put in was woefully inadequate for the space, and so we're in the process of putting a brand new like system in in all these areas, especially those who work, serve with kids. Now, if you serve with kids, you know how cold that gets in there. Or if you have kids over there, you know how cold that gets. We've been able to do that without any debt. Like, that's, that's amazing. That's remarkable. And as we look forward to 2023, we know that things are costing more. I mean, I don't know about you, but everything in my life seems to cost more, and the same thing's true for us. Like, our insurance, get this, our insurance went up 70% next year. That's not 17, that's 70% next year. We lost our carrier this last year because they decided they didn't want to write in the state, and when we got underwritten again, the, the closest bid we could get was 70% higher. Our utilities are going to cost more. And here's just the fact, our giving is kind of plateaued. And so as we plan and we look forward, we don't want to slow down for 2023 and all that we think God wants to do.
especially as we see God working and moving. We want the opportunity to be able to respond, to be, continue to be generous. And here's my ask this morning. Prayerfully consider what God might be leading you to do. Maybe for some it's just starting to give, and for others it's starting to give regularly, and for those who give regularly, maybe it's just increasing what you give regularly. Whatever that is, whatever that looks like for you, that's between you and God. And allow God to work and stretch you further in trusting Him to provide for you. And finally, I just want to say this. Somebody that's far smarter than me said this. You should always begin with the end in mind. And what this means is before you start something, know what you want to be when the project or task is completed. And so with this in mind, when we arrive at the end of 2023, this is what we hope God has done in us and through us. We hope that more people than ever have come to know Jesus. That's the most important thing. That more people than ever have come to know Jesus. We hope that we as individuals and a church community are more dependent on God. Evidenced by how we pray. We hope that we have a deeper understanding of how the gospel both affects and affects every aspect of our lives. And that as a result of that, we are living differently. And here's what I mean by living differently. We are loving one another as Jesus loved us. We are experiencing the true freedom that is found in following Jesus. We are experiencing unity at South Point that only can happen because of the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. We're seeing broken relationships in our lives being healed and reconciled. We are seeing the world around us differently than ever before, and it's all because of Jesus. The other things, some other things that I think that, that we could see, expect at the end of this, that God has brought healing to more people than ever through Celebrate Recovery and divorce care. That we have more people connected to small group environments than ever before. We have served those in our community well, and we have dozens of people who are regularly serving with our different community partners. We have deeper relationships with one another. And we are celebrating the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Because none of this will happen without the Holy Spirit working in our lives. He is the one who works and moves in us and through us. There's another important foundation with all of this. And that is who leads us. Like Jesus is the head of the church, but we need a group of people who also lead because we can only go as far as the leaders of this church. And so I'm going to ask our current shepherds and our shepherd candidates that they would make their way 
to the stage. And as they're coming up, I want to explain a little bit for, for those of you who are here and maybe new with us to explain um, what this team, who this team is and what they do for South Point. You know, we believe in a, um, a multitude of leadership. It's not just a person who leads. And, and this group of shepherds, we believe, have been called to this role, um, believe meet the biblical qualifications of leadership, and they are the, these are the ones that I am accountable to. I need, <laughs> I need accountability. And, and so one of the roles of this team is to hold me accountable, to hold our staff team accountable. The other two roles that they have in, in, their, in their function is they help maintain the unity of the church and they also help protect and make sure that we stay on mission and vision, that we don't creep off of those things and that we're, like for us, the mission and vision is all about the gospel. So they make sure that we're, we're grounded and centered in that. And so I'm going to turn this over to Paul and he's going to take it from here. process that actually took many months rather than you guys thinking that people just were pulled out of a hat. It was a process that started last winter when we realized that the shepherding team, which currently consists of the Ellis's and my wife Sally Ann and me and Wendy and Jamie Langford, uh, when we realized that we need renewal and uh, it's always good to have fresh faces, fresh ideas, everything. So a leadership nominating committee was appointed. Um, we asked people to serve in that capacity who were not overlaps with the current shepherding team or with the pastoral staff. So these were people who we just asked to humbly serve and propose names for the position of shepherd. And they came up with a bunch of different names. Uh, the final results of the process are the three couples that you see before us. We have Barry and Pat McCoy on the end. We have Ed and Deb Rocha in the middle. And we have Dave and Helen Townsend that's uh, standing next to Lee. And these are the people that went through a process of not only vetting, but then training as well. They worked with us reading through the biblical imperatives of what it is to be a shepherd. And I'll just quote a little bit of one of the passages that helped guide us in our search. It's from 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 2 and 3. Be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, watching over them, not because you must, but because you are willing, as God wants you to be, not pursuing dishonest gain, but eager to serve, not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. So I think we can say with uh, no reservation whatsoever that the three couples that we're presenting to you today are exactly that. They're true servants of Jesus. And so we're asking you to think, to pray with us um, when we're in this next step. And if you have any concerns, please bring it up to us. We have an email address that's appearing here. Bill, not me, uh, is taking the point on this. Bill at southpointrhodeisland.com. So if you have comments or questions or concerns, anything like that, please address it to Bill.
um, and do so fairly quickly. Think and pray about it, but this is a process that obviously we've been going through for almost a year now. And um, we just wanted to take this moment to thank the three couples who are stepping forward to thank you guys, because without you there is no church, obviously. We want to thank Jamie and Wendy. We are blessed um, to have a pastoral staff here at South Point that really cares and, and loves the flock. And we will continue to hopefully guide us in unity, protecting the flock from the ravening wolves that are raging outside our doors. And I'd like to just pray for us if we could. Father God, we're grateful for this church. We're grateful for the pastoral staff that you've raised up to help serve. We're grateful for our fellow shepherds. And we're grateful for these three new couples who have been put forward by the congregation and have gone through a period of training with us, um, some difficult scenarios to see how they would handle them, and they handled them with aplomb, and scripturally, and with love. And we pray, Father, that if there are any concerns, that you would let us know, that you would help this group to go forward and lead this church in a brand new 2023, all the vision casting that Jamie just led, that uh, we could continue to serve you and to serve each other. We ask this in your son's holy name. Amen. Thank you, guys. We're going to enter into a time of communion, and this is, to me, this is like the pinnacle of our gathering time um, because it's, it's a time that we set aside as Jesus asked us to, uh, to reflect and to remember on what he did for us on the cross. And, and we do that through two simple elements, again, that he designed for us. Uh, one is this little piece of bread um, and an, it, that represents his body that was broken for us. And the other is juice um, that represents his blood that was shed for us. And these are found on these tables here in the aisles and they're stacked in two cups. So if you grab that, make sure you get both cups. And the reason that I think he established this for us every week is because it's so easy for us to forget. Because I think when we understand, we reflect on the depth of love that God had for us, that he himself would come and pay the price for our sin that we deserved to pay ourselves. That's amazing. So reflect on that this morning as we, ta as we take this together. Father, thank you so much for Jesus. Thank you for the sacrifice that you made for us. Father, we couldn't earn this. We certainly didn't deserve this. And it's only by your grace and your mercy that we're able to partake in this this morning. Thank you.